Um, this is a first. I'm talking with um, the daughter, so ex-student who I never taught. I never taught you, did I? Uh, but the daughter of Alison. Those of you who listen regularly know Alison. And I, today I'm talking to Abby. Hey, Abs. Hi. Hi, <laughs> It's pretty weird. Uh, and this is all because I interviewed Chelsea and I got you to ask questions. Yeah. And Chelsea in her usual form was like, that sucks. Mm-hmm. These questions suck. Get Abby on here. Yeah. Yeah. Get Abby on here uh, to, you know, (laughs) feel the heat (laughs) and have some questions. So I've got questions from Chelsea. Excellent. um, But I also want to go over some of the questions you asked. Mm. Um, The the first one was the ant question, which is enjoyable. So the ant question was, would you rather fight, go get the wording right, Mm -hmm. would you rather fight one human-sized ant or all the ants in Canberra? Yeah. Right. I'll admit it's a flawed question design, but <laughs> I like the idea of the question. Yeah. I think it's not as black and white as you guys made it seem. Maybe I need to adjust it so it's a little more even. So but. when you say it's black and white, because I've talked to a lot of people, and what <laughs> tends to happen is people think I'm saying that I would beat the human yeah. size ant. I, I made not, the same mistake. I'm not destroying any of these. Yeah. You're no. losing either way. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> But I have some statistics for you. Yeah. Because I was curious to to wonder how many ants there are in Canberra. There's no way that's counted. I would love for it to be. So here are my statistics. (laughs) So it is estimated that for every square metre of land, Mm -hmm. there are 50 ants. Okay. Okay. That's reasonable, isn't it? Yeah. Right, this is where it gets tricky. So Canberra mm. is 800 square kilometres. Oh, God. Okay. Do you know how many, uh, how many square metres is uh, 800 square kilometres? I could do It's that. 800 million. Yes, okay, I was going to say, but I don't want to say it on... So if we times 800 million by 50, <laughs> in Canberra there are approximately... God. 40 billion ants. That's too many. I think. <laughs> that's, um, that's too uh, many. It's one too many, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's one too many. 39,999 yeah. would be fine. But. So my answer is really based on horror. Right? Interesting, right? yeah. Is one giant ant, whilst terrifying mm. that a giant ant is turning yes. up, is not as horrific as what does 40 billion ants look yeah. like? Um, if you put all the 40 billion ants together into an ant, how big would that ant be? Well, <laughs> That was my question in... I mean, that was my issue in forming the question, is right. I don't know how many... Individual ants is equivalent to one human-sized ant. So yeah. I just went with all the ants next to So even the ants that don't... They might not sting you. I don't... I'm I, not even worried about stinging. Did you, what are you worried about? Them getting in your ears I'm and nose? I'm worried about... <laughs> no, I'm worried about the shit. Because you've seen those videos of ants that, like... Because they're so social. Mm-hmm. They form in different sort of survival situations. Like, if they're being flooded, they form a boat. Mm-hmm. Out of their own bodies. Yeah. So I'm more concerned about like a tidal wave of wave of ants, right? Rather than individuals 
trying to be the hero and sting me and bite me. Yeah, no, they're not going to do that, are they? they? That's what I mean. They're no, <laughs> it's like a like a hive mind thing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, there's forty billion of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, are you going? With I agree. The... That's horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's the horror of it, right? It is. It's the horror. It is. I just don't want. <clears throat> even if you, even if it was like three hundred ants, I don't want three hundred ants yeah. crawling all over me. It's true because you'll also never know when it's when it's over. It, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. One ant could probably just bite my head off really quickly. It certainly yeah, could rip I you apart. I think my thought process was that the big ant would sort of just wrestle you. I don't think it knows how to hit. I think it would just like sort of crush weigh you, you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know if it would if it was human they'd size. Be they'd be very strong. It'd be very strong. strong, but I don't know about the mass of a, a human yeah. size ant. That I should have looked well, up. I don't you know, know what? I've, I've let myself down. I should have worked out <laughs> if an ant was human size, what would it? What would its mass be? Rather yeah. than yeah. Well, I feel like that gets into the physics or like the anatomy questions. Yeah. Like how would it even? Hurt us if it's got a you know exoskeleton you know it's got whatever those else pinch, the pinches yeah well what you got to bother with I just think its face would be <sighs> yeah it's fairly unpleasant yeah. human size horrible. Oh. <laughs> Are you something? yes Jen and you've ruined it <laughs> now I'm gonna have to burn my computer no that's fine Jen you know what I can actually hear the sound of the universe actually breaking oh, yeah that's my fault Jen tends at to break at least we spent it all together yeah. Jen did you ever teach Abby Hill this is Abby Hill yes you're eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm wearing a mask. Sorry. Oh, that's all right. No, Sorry, I'm not. I still look at your like biggest essay. <gasps> I'm glad we're recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is oh. that okay? Can I? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'd love the compliments being embedded yeah. permanently. Also, I love that I'm teaching next door. But anyway. Oh, you're teaching next door. <laughs> well, Kelly's actually. Teaching oh, okay. I'm in the room. Right. I'm just going to sound like a muffled crazy person. Oh, that's I'm okay. Sorry. Jen, the muffled crazy person. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. I just I ran into someone else I used to teach yesterday at Canberra Pop Shop. Sorry. Yeah, right. That's fine. A little shout out for private business. Um, <laughs> it was really good to see them. It was really yeah. nice to run into students yeah. and find out what they're doing. Yeah. Can I ask Play no no, that's that? fine. No, it's fine. Yeah, I'm at ANU at the moment. I'm almost about to finish my degree um, in criminology. So okay. I didn't go to the I'm three and a half years in. So I'm actually over time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I still think about Black Diggers. That was one of my favourite things I read. That came up a lot in uni. I was shocked, even going to ANU, how many classes I had with people that had said we straight up got taught nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I got taught Black Diggers. We got to read that in year 12. Like that, I mean, year 11. Yeah. It was amazing, yeah. yeah. So I really enjoyed that. That's still one of my favourite things we did. So I'm so glad. Yeah. It's, it's a really important conversation yes. for Australians, I think. So glad I know about it, yeah. especially post yeah, yeah. Anzac Day and stuff like you that. You know, each year there's been more and more every Anzac Day. There's more and more in that conversation. Yeah, that this was the first year I saw that. I yeah. think it was a war memorial or something, and posted photos of Indigenous yeah soldiers and stuff like that in front. And I was like, oh, never so saw this before. Yeah, exactly. Exciting. Sorry. That's alright. I will, I will send you an email to give you get a release from you if I can put any of that. Some editing may be yeah, yeah, no, I'll edit, but you know, any I'll edit out all the compliments, to Abby. That's for sure. <laughs> because you did a creative in year twelve. You're my example that I use for students. Which one? You're the you're the exception that proves the rule because you are, as far as I know, in my experience, the only student that I that I've ever seen who said, "I'm going to hand it in late," uh, <laughs> because I really want to keep working on it. Now, usually the people that do that 
get a D because they haven't started and they just say, oh, no, it's okay. I've got to finish it off. And I'm also that student. Don't get it wrong. Yeah, I'm also that student. Yeah, except in your case, you got a 98 and then we we had to take 10 marks off because it was late. Which one was that? It was a story about... About um, maybe getting completely wrong about Mexican prostitutes. Oh, my short story, yes. Oh, I loved that. Yes, you're right. It was about you were from the point of view of a journalist. Yes. Investigating Mexican prostitutes, street walkers or something? Or the prompt was to do either, we were doing, it was crime fiction class. It was either hard-boiled or detective fiction. I thought everyone's going to do detective fiction, then we do hard-boiled. So, yeah, it was meant to be... um, a journalist and it's sort of her prose you know half her story yep. is her written story that she's drafting about yeah these prostitutes in Mexico in this beautiful city um, and they're all retired and they live in a community together which was actually a story a real story I saw in a Frankie magazine I had at the time and I was like that is so sweet the photos were so keeping bright, on colorful. brand Frankie magazine yep. I'm such a stereotype <laughs> <laughs> but I'm fine with it. It's everyone else's problem now. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the sort of um, perspective quickly changes when um, it sort of comes out that, yeah, that she uncovered that they were having a little uh, sort of murder spree. Mm. Um, but a morally ambiguous murder spree of getting back at um, abusers from their um, from their past uh, sex workers. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that was like... Again. That was not something I could have handed in on time and like cut short and rushed. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It was something I needed to give time to. So, yeah. yeah. But that, that you're the exception that I would tell people. Like, you always say this and you, oh, I'll just take more time. But I've only seen one. And they would have got a 98. And they didn't. They, got, and then I they only got 88 <laughs> yeah. because they handed it in late. I forgot about that. So, uh, like, how do you, how does, so you read that in a Frankie magazine mm. and you were like, I'm going to do that. Yeah. How? I mean, here's the question, and maybe it's a dumb question. Mm. How did you know you could do that? Because that's that sounds mm. like a student could do that and go, I'm going to I'm going to write what you just said, mm. and it'd be really bad. <laughs> so how did you know that you could that like you <clears throat> taking the time, mm. like you said, it was something that I needed to take the time for. That's not mm. usually how students work. They're either Oh, it's yeah. going to be late. I have to rush it. Or I did it. I rushed it, but I handed it in early. Yeah. I think it was somewhat self-indulgent that I don't... I like... Or especially at that time during college, I liked doing stuff that others weren't. Yeah. Particularly with my work. Like, I thought if I can, you know, do something a little more a little more special, a little more eye-catching, then that's going to get me further. And I'll feel more proud of that if it does... If it does succeed, if it doesn't, then you know, nothing ventured, nothing gained. But yeah. it's fun to do something a little. I don't know. I never felt too proud when I just did, <laughs> despite our conversation earlier, when I just did what was expected, yeah, um, or what was asked. I thought mm, it's a bit boring. I don't really feel like this is this hasn't got Abby's little flourish, her little touch. So, right, right, right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I just thought. I think it was like getting to see the visuals obviously it was like a photojournalist thing in this Frankie magazine so something about that helped create the story in my head yeah um and I I like to think I had more interesting TV and movie taste at least for that age at the time so that wasn't like the most ridiculous thing I thought no. I thought that would be like 
yeah, kind of just a cool, cool thing to talk about. Cool spin on the genre. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was really cool. Yeah. I think I've got it somewhere. That I, yeah, I don't have it. Maybe show like students anything. and go, look at this. This is pretty good, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I wanted just to, I just remembered <laughs> something, was how was it going to school, going to college with me here, <laughs> just annoying you? <laughs> Awful. <laughs> and that's why I dropped out. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it was fine. It was tolerable. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it it totally really was fine because, again, I didn't actually, I didn't actually get taught by you. Mm-hmm. I think the only, the closest times are when you would moderate assessment of mine, especially yeah. when you would come into the say. I remember a um, oral presentation I had to do in the big mm-hmm. lecture theatre, which was high stress enough. And then what was the? Can you remember the topic? I can't remember this. It was no, it was in Miss Jen's class. Yeah. Um, it was. Um, an oral presentation on a movie and you basically had to discuss whether or not it uh, sort of lined up with the, um, what's it called? I that know, movie save, thing, Save the, the Cat. Save the cat. Yeah, yeah God, that exactly. Was annoying. Did you hate it as much as I did? Um, <sighs> yes, with the structure of Save the Cat. What movie was it? And I did it? Moonlight. Moonlight, that's right. Yes, yes. now I, I remember. Spe- specifically remember your feedback saying, um, you know, more specific things and then... Um, this wasn't so much an analysis as it was just championing Moonlight, like not good enough, basically. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Sometimes that's the problem. Students yes. get up and they're just like, this and is I a great mad, movie. And I remember yes. it because you were right. And I was like, oh, fuck's sake. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying here. Like, but sometimes that's best. it. Like, oh, I chose this movie I really love. And then they yeah. get up and you're like, you just tell me why you love this movie. <laughs> it's not what we're asking that's you to exactly do. That's exactly what happened. Which I understand. Yeah. Yeah, right. But yeah. I, my, my, one of my favourite <clears throat> memories ever of teaching was I used to just walk past and drop subtle (laughs) comments to you and annoy you and then have to you would have to then explain why did that teacher say that awful thing to you and they go well he's friends with my mum sorry your dad no 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 that's just my mum's friend they used to work together now he works here and he reports back to her and and she she asks me questions to tell him and yeah, and, and they then they'd like, all just oh. stare blankly and they're like, turn what? the conversation so, away yeah, from me. What do you mean? What's going on? <laughs> but I remember, I can't remember what, what it was, but I remember your mum had sent me maybe an, a funny interaction that you two had had that morning oh, or something God. embarrassing that had happened to you that morning oh, or something like that. And I just walked past and I said, oh, Abby, I've got to ask you a question. And then I just repeated what she had said to oh, you. God. And you, really loudly, it was in the open area, says, <laughs> really loudly, oh my God, you're just children <laughs> and i laughed and i was so proud it's and you true and you were like though. pointing and to your friend saying he's he thinks that's a compliment <laughs> you were so angry it's great it's just couldn't have gone any better because genuinely i would say that was the only challenge was that it was like it was like being the third wheel at my own school. And I was like, my mum's not even here. She's never been here. Yeah. Why am I in my own time, hanging with my own friends yeah. in my one hour break of the day, getting like tormented like this? Yeah, it's fun. It was absurd. Yeah. 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 That and then, yeah, you, you guys are very similar again with the assessment stuff. Yeah. Of, I would get my mum to read my drafts, but I would need to sort of muster up the, right, right, right. the fortitude the entire day to get ready for her feedback. And I knew you were the same. So the few times you did moderate my assessment, I went, okay, here we go. So those are the only two things. Right. <laughs> it's mostly just how you and my mum gang up on me. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. Know, it was crazy. Healthy. Yeah. That's, that's why I had to like <laughs> sign a, um, 
conflict of interest for. Did you really? Yeah, because you. I mean, you, I probably should do it more, but I meant to. I meant to. <laughs> you meant to say, you know, right. like if this, like if you challenged a grade, yeah, I couldn't then be the moderator. Yeah. So I could moderate your work, Absolutely. but if you were like challenging it. Yeah. Then I couldn't be like, I'll do it. Yeah, because, allow me. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. of conflict. It's not about you. It's about someone else saying, well, he annoys her all the time. Yeah, and exactly. She's a third wheel or something. Um, <laughs> she shouted at him the other day and I'll be like, yes. Yes, she did shout at me. It was appalling. You're a victim, yeah. <laughs> right. Now, um, we're, I'm talking to you on a, a quite a, well, maybe not a momentous day, but we'll see how this plays out. Um, your parents are selling your yes. family home today, right? It's going to auction or something. Yeah. Now, it'll be in the past when people hear this, so yeah. hopefully it went well. Yeah, fingers crossed. Do you have any connection to that? Is that, like, I mean, Absolutely. not connection, like, any input, yeah, but, like... Yeah, I'm the auctioneer, actually. Yeah. I've been taking a while to You've train. Been a I'm ready for the big bucks, yeah. During the walkthroughs. <laughs> exactly. Well, um, what I mean is, like, uh, I don't know, homes have a, a strange connection that we might not know that we mm. have like even my parents have lived in the same house for 51 years now where do they live in on central like coast oh um and yeah. they one the, there was a gum tree in the backyard and it oh. maybe possibly got struck by lightning that's what they think but it was dying and then they examined it and they're like yeah it's dead and so they chopped it down and even that was like oh why am that's i so house. sad yeah. about this tree yeah so do you have any of those feelings? Because some people are like, yeah, I don't care. Definitely. Um, I mean, I was talking to my brother about it and he was like, yeah, no, it's completely understandable to... This Usually I'm one of those people that I like anticipate the endings of chapters and then by the time they come, I'm like, what do you mean? Like, we knew this was happening, right. like, whatever. This is the first thing in my adulthood where Pretty I'm Pretty cold, like, dude. <laughs> I know. I was a robot as a Hopefully teenager. Hopefully you, don't work, in, don't, know you don't work in aged care, do you? You don't go, well. No, I loved aged care, though. Oh, really? I did work experience. But you didn't walk around and go, oh, well, I this expected you're old. Old people die. Old people get dementia. No, come I on, didn't. families, that cheer up. That was everyone else. And then right. I got to be the ray of sunshine. So it was right. a great sort of dynamic. But anyway. Yeah. Um, and he was saying that was your childhood home. Like you spent the most years growing up mm. there. I was five or six when we moved there mm. and then lived there till I was 18. So it was like a big part of my life. As well as that, I almost think those sort of spaces and those memories where it wasn't necessarily all positive actually no. are more valuable and they mean more to me. So that house... I remember most of like my teenagehood being like, I hate living so far away, this sucks, I don't right. care about having acres, like I just want to be near my friends, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. But by the time I was, you know, 17, 18, I loved being far away from right. everyone and I loved my space and I loved my nature. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, getting to say bye to all that is quite difficult. Yeah. yeah. Even though I haven't lived there in a couple of years, knowing it was always there for me to go visit and get yeah. a breath of fresh air was great. So now I'm knowing it's going, it's going away. Yeah. And I just have no control over it. Is yeah, it bums me out a lot, definitely. Yeah, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. Now I've got a, another question that just occurred to me. Mm-hmm. We just heard from Jen. Yes. You just heard from me about how you did well at school. Yeah. And how, oh yeah, oh, maybe oh. in yeah. English or anyway. Yeah, sure. So at school you would have been considered smart. You would have been like, mm. that's happy. She's smart. Mm. When you're in the real world of living in your own house and <coughs> taking care of yourself have you found Smart some gaps only gets you so far <laughs> have you found I gaps promise. in knowledge are there gaps in knowledge or um i wouldn't say for like living on my own i think i had that 
actually pretty down pat. I think I'm an yeah. independent person. But for me, it's definitely been um, getting into the workforce. Has, right. That's really come about when you realise mm, straight up just intellectual book smarts, academic smarts. Yeah people that want to hire you frankly like they're not going to care how analytical of a mind you have necessarily about every little thing you engage with black diggers in year 11 oh i loved it that's not <laughs> here is your, your career here's yeah, your exactly. job exactly right um yeah i think that's been the biggest thing um especially if you want a career that's actually like relevant to maybe what you're studying after and college. what what career are you looking at um <clears throat> sort of i'm quite Indecisive. Yeah. Um, and I think I will go back to uni one day for a totally different degree. But okay. um, at this point, I think I'm most interested in like corrections, something like that. Right. Um, yeah, I think. Working in corrections or like policy with corrections? Or you don't know yet? It could be either. I think I'd like working on the ground in corrections policy. I think the bureaucracy would piss me off and I'd get out of government only after a few years. Yeah. Um, I don't think I could do it like long, long term. This would be a good record to play back to in 20 years. Exactly. Time yeah. In For the every employer in government that wants to hire me, I don't think I'll be there long. So <laughs> just take note. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, just doing something on the ground. Yeah. I don't know. It's always appealed to me to work with people who, I don't know, a lot of people aren't rushing to. I still think that's important to work with people that not everyone's like, you know. The people have been like discounted by society. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, and especially that's something I really liked about my degree in general is just how it seems really criminology in general, crime and everything like that seems so undesirable and so horrible and like terrifying and you know yeah. not interesting as a degree. Who said um, that? I've had a lot of people say that. I do. They think criminology is solving crimes on TV. Like yes, a lot okay. of people do. Um, I wouldn't say a lot of like the uni students yeah. I meet, or at least not at my uni, but um, yeah, a lot of people go, oh, okay, you're going to be a detective then. I'm like, yeah, that's how that works, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but I had a friend tell me, he was doing maths or something, so I don't know why he was saying this, but he was like, you know, I want to use my degree to get a job where I'm going to think so positively about the future and like, you know, all, all these doors will open and I can, you know, better the world and stuff like that. Why do you like learn about all this horrible shit all the right. time don't you get depressed gotcha. yeah. <laughs> and I was like I just don't see it that way yeah um, well what do you I mean what's the point of then only looking at the positives yeah, the, the negatives are know. still there well, I what feel, if you can assist exactly I feel like I can do more good by mm. helping the bad than just by doing good and letting someone else deal with it I feel like I'd rather do it than I mean, you'd have to imagine that if you are trying to better society, it leads you to places of the darkness, yeah, right? Yeah, that's what I think. I mean, just generally, like if you're like, oh, I want to help with climate change, the mm. further up you go with that, the worse things you're going to yeah. see. Yeah. I mean, that's just, yeah. And you need to decide if you want it to be you or someone else to like bear the brunt of it and carry on. That's yeah. how I see it. That's, that's your future is, is working out how to bear the brunt. Yeah. Mm. Just dealing with it all. Yeah. How yeah. do you? It's processing, right? It's that. Mm. That'd be one of the hardest things. Is yeah. That, I mean, as a teacher, it's not. It's similar, but it's not. Mm. That comes with time. Of just, I remember a teacher saying to me like, "Oh, you just have to leave it at work." Yeah, it's and not as like, easy as that. I don't it, think it is. But that's all. That's actually a skill. 
Yes. You have to learn that skill. Exactly. Because when you're on the other side of it, it seems really cold and calculating to be like, what do you mean? Don't think about it. Like, Mm. well, but that's denying humanity. (laughs) And then you realize, oh, like I've got no, not all the space. I mean, it's a cliche, but having kids does that. Yeah. You're like, oh, this thing here, I have to keep that alive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So all this drama with the year eight group. (laughs) Second priority. (laughs) The sad year eight group. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll get to you when I'm at there, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I have to keep... <laughs> I think that's what I'm so daunted about. I mean, 22. Mm-hmm. Having kids is the furthest thing from my mind at this point, but yeah, not that's 22. always what... Don't, don't no, I'm not even 22. Age. You're right, God. <laughs> Come on, hold on to your youth. I yeah. <laughs> I've always just given up. Yeah, sorry, you were saying that... Um, but yeah, that's probably one of the most terrifying things to me. Mm. It's yeah, just been, like, I think, yeah, I'm not yet at a point and I'm very it's, it's aware of allowing myself the space to it really, it really is terrifying. learn. I'm not great at leaving stuff at the door. No. I like clocking up. I also but think I've given myself a life with uni and my current job where I mm. don't necessarily get to clock off as much right. as I'd like. Huh. Yeah. <clears throat> what, what's preventing that? Um, <clears throat> is it because you're close to graduating? Or? Um, well... I think part of it was most of the time, the majority of my degree, I was living on campus in a tiny little room. Yeah. And then two thirds of that was in lockdown. So I right. quite literally okay. was just yeah. a meter away from my laptop at all times. It's funny you mentioned that. And mm. it's, it's like, I, it, why didn't I be like, oh, because of lockdown? No, mm. it just goes away immediately. Like, you know, oh, it's in the back of my mind, mm. you know, in my subconscious that I've just tamp it down exactly. tamp it all exactly. down all those feelings sorry yeah. yeah so yeah you're in lock completely yeah yeah totally so isolated it was definitely like got most incredible burnout that i'm still feeling to this day right. because of how it sort of impacted my grades and stuff like that but um yeah incredible burnout but also feeling this pressure to compensate when i'm not doing work because i'm horribly stressed and really just despaired by the um, yeah. But then my laptop's just sitting there and I've got this due date coming up mm-hmm. and you shouldn't really go work on it. I've said to friends of mine who um, mm. went into work full time that, yeah, the, to me the main hard part about uni, <clears throat> I don't think you're a more noble person for going to university, but it's one of those things, school in general, it's like you'll always have work to do. And you do in full time work, but... Yeah at least at the time you had to go into an office and clock out of the office and stuff like that yeah. during to get to do that work whereas at mm. home um, it's just always there that's that's a, that's a keen observation and that's why mm. like in I might get this wrong is it in Sweden they've actually outlawed you can't email your employees outside of work hours yeah. which is I think that's the same I'm, I don't know if that will yeah. Spread around the world, but it should. It's one of those things of like, hey, when you leave your job, you yeah. should leave your job. Yeah, and now that you can be reached on yeah. phone and all that stuff. I mean, I talk to people who are, you know, in executive and they're like, oh, I was speaking to them last night and what time? Oh, like 10.30. I do that in my work. Yeah. And it's definitely not one of my favorite. It's probably my least favorite part, even though... Uh, contract work is mm. great because a lot of people are like oh but it's so flexible I'm like yeah, yeah absolutely but also maybe flexible isn't what I need I right think you need the structure yeah. I think I do I think I'm someone yeah. who benefits from going into a place at a set time set routine <clears throat> doing your things there 
behaving a certain way there and then going home. Yeah. Um, whereas, yeah, sometimes it's chock-a-blocks all week. I'm calling people at 8 p.m. Yeah. To get yeah, follow from up them and stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I'm meant to do. Like, that's what I'm required to do. Mm. If I only do stuff between work hours, that's... But if everyone did the what they were asked, exactly. when they were asked, that would be much easier. It would be a big different story. Yeah. yeah, but they don't. No. Anyway, we haven't even got to these questions. <laughs> I've got so many questions. I told you I'll ramble. <laughs> I, I mean, I've got so many questions. I'm going to go to Chelsea's question and then... <clears throat> because the main reason we're, we're talking is because we, you asked a question about whether love was a choice or a feeling yeah. and then you wrote an essay in response. <laughs> So we'll get to that. We might not get to it. It might have to be an eight-parter, but anyway. I mean, so good old Cheza, she's mm. set off a few questions. So <laughs> here we go. Do you believe in soulmates? Oh, great question. Um, yes, but uh, not in the conventional sense. Mm-hmm. I believe people have multiple. Yes at any given time that can be totally different from each other Absolutely. and frankly when I really boil down to it are they soulmates or are they just compatible people again that you have to choose to love and commit yourself to yeah. mm-hmm. you have to choose to love and commit we're going to get to that yeah. because I, I've got a, yeah. a stumper for you yes alright yeah good I agree do you? I, yeah. what do you mean do you believe in soulmates no I want to hear your opinions not really no no I, I think and, and again, this is probably why Chelsea didn't like my romance unit. Because <laughs> one of my points is, it's strange people find their soulmates in the same suburb. There's like yes. 7 million people, 7 yeah. billion people in the world. Yeah. Um, and yet, oh, I found my soulmate. The my one. Soulmate. Like it, it's yeah. the It's the oneness of it. Yes. So I agree with you That's that, why, yeah. that the soulmate and what I would eventually get to in the talking about romance was mm. that love is very the way it's marketed to us is way too narrow yes so the love you have for your friends and the love you have for your family and the love that you have for your partner is all equal Mm. like it's not like i mean romantic love is definitely top yeah in terms of how we sell it's our goal right this is our goal already yeah Yeah, is to to find that and what tends to happen is people when they're like 16 17 18 Mm -hmm. have horrible relationships (laughs) Because they've seen films where that's what love is. It's like people screaming in pain and pleading. It's all about this pleading. And and winning the other person with your your actions, with your amazing words. It's like convincing someone to love you by sacrifice. What the fuck is that? That's gross. what harm does that do? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Shocker. But there is someone, there are many people in the world. Yeah that you would not even have to lift a finger and they will be madly in love with you. Yeah. Just purely, you know, whatever your compatibility. I think it's one of those things where it's like, you don't have to ask someone to love you. Yes. Yeah, and it's an important lesson to learn while you're young. I number think. one, you don't have to ask them to love you. And number two, if someone doesn't, just because you love someone, mm. they don't have to love you. Exactly. That's and that's right. That's in pop culture that's never it's sort of like if you love someone eventually they'll come around yeah just wait it out it's fine yeah Yeah. and what that leads to is people saying well they don't love me as much as I love them so I'll just let them do whatever they want just so then I will stay with them because this is the goal and um, when she sees I'll do anything for her then she's bound to respect me like it's that kind of that kind of thing so Mm. I, I don't think I don't 
believe in that idea of a soulmate or yeah. the one. The one is really a yeah. destructive thing as well. Yeah. Um, the one of my favourite lines. I don't know who said it. Maybe it was a Seinfeld <laughs> line, but he was like, "Once you've been married a while." You can marry anyone. Yes. And when you first hear it, you're like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And you're like, oh, no, no, like I've got skills now yes. to be married to like what the actual partnership is. Yeah. It's not once the romance is taken out exactly. of it. Exactly. Then you're like, oh, yeah, I could, I could be married that's to that person. That's kind of what I was getting at arguing for the sake of arguing about mm-hmm. love being a choice or a feeling. Yeah. Like you can choose to love anyone if you try it hard enough. Yeah. And you're in the right position. But then why don't you love some people? I can, do you want me to answer for you? I think for me, I don't know, this is again a really horribly cold answer. <laughs> yeah. But I think sometimes, not the hate, but the non-love takes over more. But that sounds like a feeling. It um, depends what we're talking about. Are we right. talking about emotion or for me, the, the reason I don't, I sort of like to challenge, I don't actually even choose either way. Mm. I was kind of just arguing for the sake of arguing because I went, you guys didn't flesh that out enough. <laughs> Sorry, we didn't expand <laughs> on the essay, right? It's needed to be your standards. Is okay. that, um, when I think of the feeling, the same way that you think of like the soulmate mm-hmm. as the one, for me, when people say, love the feeling, and mm-hmm. I just fell in love with them. It's that like takes over everything, uh-huh. you know, indescribable, all, all, yeah, all consuming sort of thing. Yeah. I agree that you can feel love for people, and like you said, it's not equal about, across different sort of um, relationships and stuff like that. Yeah. But there's more choice in that than hmm. purely feeling. All my instincts point me to I need to be with this person. Like, yeah. It's not like that. But you chose to. But the feeling, mm. and this is compa- it's always comparative. Mm. But the feeling I have with Justine when I mm. met her wasn't intense yeah it was easy yes and that's that's where that like oh okay I think that's our common ground I think I believe in the easy feeling yeah. I don't believe in the intense well I'd have both feeling I'd much rather yeah you the, can have both yeah I'd rather, much rather have I easy. don't think productive and for me like genuine love is mm-hmm. the intense I think that's not lost, but like tends to be destructive. a different feeling. Yeah, yeah. I think the be. easiness is the most sort of sensible. Don't you want to, I don't know, when, when I was 16, if someone had said, well, you should find someone who makes you feel comfortable like being yourself, yeah. you would be like, no. That's not going to happen. No, that's yeah. boring. That sounds boring. <laughs> Why would I want that? Well, I thought that was the most lame advice ever. I was like, yeah, sure, like, we'll do. But yeah, like, no, no. no I wasn't even comfortable with myself. I, yeah. I want what everyone else had. <laughs> In the movies and the things, I, that's not fair. I don't want like that. Exactly. That's, I, that's the thing when, again, when I teach it, it's always yeah. like, why don't they show you a couple who's like nice? Sitting and on then the couch they, and just yeah, hanging out. Some chips. I, I said, this is how Justine and I started going out. Mm. She would work till midnight, 1 a.m. Uh, I didn't have a job because I was about to go overseas. So I was in this beautiful two-month period of my <laughs> life where I'd saved money for a trip. But then I wasn't on the trip yet. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty good. Um, and so we would watch Seinfeld oh. like for four hours yeah. from 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. <laughs> on the lounge that would turn into a sofa bed. And that's what I did for a month. And that is and so I said, good. They don't put that in a movie because it's pretty boring. Yeah. There's no drama. Yeah. No drama. No, no intensity. Yeah. We ate a lot of cheese. 
again, not that interesting. <laughs> like, it's it's that yeah. idea, but it's yeah. yes, it's the easy feeling yeah. rather than the intense feeling. Completely agree. But yeah, I never want to take that away from young people. Yes, because I don't know, they want that. Yeah, it's. I think you need to have that at a certain point again ideally i'd like it not to ruin some people's lives or their outlooks on relationships yeah. or you know um beside partners and stuff like that but yeah but yeah, it can I think that's important. it certainly can, Ooh, it can. yeah Usually i've seen can. that yeah and it takes a long time yeah like to one of the few things i don't regret about just not rushing into relationships like i just didn't really care yeah I'm glad I had like parents. What do you, do you and mean, friends. like, like where you saw the stu- like a year eight, in year eight? Like yeah, I wasn't trying to get adult. a boyfriend just yeah. to yeah, yeah, exactly. Be a big kid. I think yeah. I'm lucky. I had like the parents. Just, I mean, just the general influences where I was like, oh, I'm actually enough as a whole person as it is. Yeah. Enough of a whole person. Yeah. That um, I'm also only 14. <laughs> I'm not going to marry this person, am I? <laughs> yeah, and uh, I've, yeah. I've talked to you know my eldest daughter about that. Mm. It's like she'll say this this is happening in the drama, and you're like, mm. does that sound like a good time? Mm. I know it sounds it's really interesting yeah. in the drama, it's really? drama and drama. Yeah. But do they seem like they're do they seem like they're sleeping well? Yeah. That's the first thing. Yeah. You're getting, getting messages. With their parents. Are you getting yeah. messages from them like three yeah. in the morning that you when you wake up you have I've got five messages yeah. from this person. Yeah. Does that sound? Does the drama sound good? Yeah. Mm, probably not. Yeah. But it is drama. Mm. Go and watch your TV shows. Get it from there. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Exactly. But that's the thing. When you're young, you want what's on the TV show. Yeah. You want what's on the movie. You want yeah. that romance. As you get older, I think that becomes more escapism. Sort yeah. of get that realization of like, I'm watching this for a different reason. Yeah. I'm getting stuff out of it. Yeah. But I don't want that. Yeah. But I'm happy to yeah. let them have it. Mm. and spy on them I also feel like this might be completely untrue and I'm just mm-hmm. an idiot but um, <laughs> I'm just Unlikely, too but yeah. young but I feel like I feel like we're getting more movies now that do show more complex mm-hmm. love stories love yep. stories that don't work out and not just because like I would agree with that oh it's not just unrequited love it's like yeah really more hard hitting sort of I mean I my you know, like my both my daughters and I, I think my wife just watched it as well, just watched Heartstopper, right? Mm. And Heartstopper is, it still, you know, promotes love as a feeling mm. and the, the animation comes in when they feel the love and the spark and all that stuff. Mm. But it also shows a bit of complexity, yeah. which is nice for kids to yeah. be like, oh, they are in a relationship, but he doesn't think he deserves it yeah or he's still working through issues from previous relationships yeah. that are affecting him um without being there's no real there's melod there's probably confected drama in it where mm. um i probably ruined it watching with my children like, <laughs> like this isn't <laughs> this isn't really drama like this is confected drama like what do you mean i go like well, in, in, in real life, you wouldn't keep this secret from someone. This is just written this way, just so there's some drama because yeah. everything else is fine. And they're like, mm. Thanks, like, Dad. Yeah, thanks, um, Dad. Yeah, great. Do you have something to do? Yeah. yeah. But the other, like, I was like, Violet had already seen it. And there's, like, yeah. the second scene of the show, I was like, is that kid bisexual? And she was like, what? And I said, is he bisexual? She was like... How did you know that? I go because it's got I bisexual. It's got bisexual lighting. Yeah. And she was like, "What's that?" And I was like, "Here, look at this." And yeah. she was like, "Ah, oh, yeah. ah, ah you'll English never teacher not see dad it now. helps, right?" Yeah. 
He's like, ah, are there other things? I said, yeah, there's a trans flag, that's everywhere, the color scheme, and she's yeah. just like, huh, English teacher dad helps. Yeah. You would have missed all that. Now you can go and exactly. talk to your friends, yeah. and they're going to think you're amazing. Tell them I'm a genius. Although, don't, don't no, don't quote me. Just say, you know, oh, there's, I know bi- all these things, you know, there's yeah. bisexual lining in that. Or just put your hand up in English, you know, classic yeah. precocious year eight student. Yeah. Um, I watch Heartstopper and there's bisexual lighting. Do you know what that is? That's what year eight students will do. And you're like, we're not talking about that. But sorry, what did you say? Oh, well, let's look that up. All right. That kind of stuff. Good on you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just keep keep earning praise. Exactly. P- pick Brownie me. Brownie points at Pick me. I'm ever so smart. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. I don't. I didn't want to come on here. <laughs> Let me put it on the record. Yeah. Didn't want to come on here, calling the shots about what love is. Well, check, I just like. To, yeah, as the expert. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, we need to demystify. Just like to. Uh, so these are some of these are logical questions, Chelsea. What are you playing at? <laughs> yeah, they're if shit, we, Chelsea. If we I'm expect shit. the unexpected, does the unexpected become expected? Next question. <laughs> if I try to if I try to fail but I succeed, which one did I actually do? Succeed. But you tried to fail. It doesn't matter. You succeeded at failing. I know. What happens when Pinocchio says, "Now my nose will grow"? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Paradox. Yeah. Moving on. She rolled her eyes. That was it directed at you, Chelsea, not me. <laughs> um, <laughs> why do Why do angry drivers yell at other drivers when those drivers can't hear them? You know what? I, I now you don't drive. No, I don't. I don't drive. Um, I catch the bus, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I love. I funny that you mentioned a gender pedestrian, but I love public transport yeah. for just zoning out, mm-hmm. <laughs> floating above my body, and then just watching everyone else around me. <laughs> yeah, it's good people watching. Yeah, it's great. It's a good way to see a city as well. I've noticed. In my, oh, that's an in interesting my one. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was gonna say though. Um, I forgot. I'm mm. surprised I've only done this once so far. But um, yeah, I don't drive. I'm fine with it. But why do people shout? Why do people shout at other drivers? Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, I remember talking about this in one of my first year classes. It was mm. an anthropology class. Yeah. Um, and I had this amazing, super eccentric, hilarious lecturer. Um, and she had a PhD, PhD student who studied this. And they were saying that cars are actually very porous. Yes. Even though these, they're these little metal boxes, we send signals, we have funny little sounds that we can push and we yell and we scream and we talk and play music. Yep. They're actually very much like little sponges. Hmm. If you think about it. They absorb sound. No, not in just like a physical sense. Yeah. But in a cultural sense mm-hmm. or a social sense or yeah. just a way with interacting with other people. Mm. Even while we're driving, which is something we usually just think of as going from to and from places. One, one of my favorite. a lot of interaction there. One of my favorite things to see is in the rearview mirror if people are singing in the in the um, in their car, especially when they're by themselves. That's fun. Or I always point out to my kids, look in the car behind us. They're having a great time. And if it's usually two people, and it's usually younger people. Yeah. I wish it was older people. Yeah. But people may see that if I was driving behind them. But it's usually younger people who are. They're having a great time. Yeah. They're singing. You can tell, like, look at the love that's in this car. Yeah. They're just having a great time. I always go, look, please look behind you. They're having a good time. That's a great thing to say to your kids, I think. That's a lovely thing. It's like, that's what you should be doing. Yeah. Driving around, like you said, getting from point A to yeah. point B. If as, a, as a constant passenger, yeah. I, I, it's my duty to bring that 
yeah. energy to the car, and I always deliver. Preach. It's so <laughs> good. Having a good, like, giggle I wonder, sesh you, yeah. in the car, yeah. like, belly laughs, mm-hmm. and just being loud, and no one can hear you. I mean, like, absolutely can, but yeah. you've decided no one can hear you. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, see, my I need to have a chat to my wife about this because she's a mm. poor passenger. She puts her headphones in. She just gets straight on the phone. I have... Uh, I don't know if I've told this story. As a passenger, the car is my stage. Yeah. And I'm a performer. My youngest, <laughs> who is just a delight to hang out with at all times, she, when she's passenger, if she gets to run the front seat, which is rare, yeah. then it's a party. Oh. She's like, let's put this song on. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's go, what's happening over there? Let's look at this. Let's, yeah. Yep. How fun's that? Look at that cloud. <laughs> Everything's an adventure. Yeah. Um, let's put some music on a really groove out. Yeah. Um, whatever. I, if I'm eating in the car, if yeah. she's eating in the car, that's the best thing yeah. that you've ever eaten. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's important. If you're a passenger, yeah, you've got to bring your A game. I got it from my mum. I'm just now realising. Yeah. Podcast uh, alum, alumni, alumnus, mm-hmm. Alison. Um, I was talking about it with my brother and I realised I do the same thing now, which has been one of those... Oh, I'm like my mother moments, but then I'm yes. like, wait, she's a cool person. That's cool. That's fine. I'm like, mom, great. But yes, your um, children always come back. That's yeah, what I've always been taught. Exactly. They go away and then come back. Well, we, as a kid, we would be driving in the car. No matter how serious or important the conversation was, no matter who was talking, she would not hesitate to completely cut us short and go, oh, eagle, <laughs> and point out of the window yeah. at a speck. A speck. Kilometres away. There is almost in another state. There are five thousand reasons why Alison and I are the same person. <laughs> and that is one of them. I did the same. Well look at that. I've started eagle. doing it now and I've gone, oh for God's sakes. And it's instant. As soon as I say I go, Oh, is it eagle? Because they're huge and no majestic. No one will care. No one in the car cares. They do, because you didn't care. <laughs> right? They do. True. Osmosis. True. Now, I, I, we're getting sidetracked here, but mm. did your mother once leap out of a moving car because there was a spider in it leaving you in a rolling car? Oh, my God. <laughs> Honestly, many times. There were several instances <laughs> that came to times. mind. But right. that woman, she is such a mama bear, except when it comes to a huntsman, and she yeah. will leave me for dead. Yeah, and yeah, she's told me that. There's just nothing I can do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was horrible. I think we were, I think she was going to drop me off at the bus stop before school. So it was like right. early morning. It was fucking worst time um and the thing is she'll just do this scream and i know the scream i know what happens as soon as i hear that scream yeah but then she'll just duck and roll she'll just leave it's the fastest i've ever seen her move she will disappear (laughs) and i won't know where it is so i'll say mum 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 where like is it on my side do i need to get out and i just get so furious with her straight away because i'm just in the dark it's horrible um, and finally I can leave and then, yeah, there have been some genuine, um, almost near accidents from, from that. I love that she's a mum bear, except, except she, she would leap, leap out of a car. She would throw me in front of herself <laughs> into the clutches of that huntsman. She's also the one who said that she doesn't kill spiders because yes. all the spiders she kill will grow into one enormous spider and find her. That's what this she thought. It should have been a spider ant question, should have been a spider question all along. Oh, no. Yeah, no, that's... Oh, God, yeah. Like Harry Potter. I think that's far worse. Oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't worse. be able to stare at a human-sized huntsman in the eight eyes. No, I but I don't want all the spiders coming out. Oh. Out. Now, like very visual. Imagine if it was just... Anyway. See? Yeah. Why did we do that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, that was an easy question. Right. Oh, no, that was a hard question. This is the... Oh. Oh, why do angry drivers yell at each other? I don't... We didn't really answer that. Why do they yell at each other? 
I just think it's because I don't, I don't agree that, you know, they can't hear it, Tom. No. I also think, I remember learning in year, must have been 12, in drama teacher Mark's class, mm-hmm. but catharsis. Oh, yes. It's a very catharsis. important, powerful thing. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes you just need to get it out get of the system. Get it out of the system. Even if no one is hearing you. you know? I think driving is a marker for my internal, how I'm feeling. <laughs> yeah. Like, not my how I'm driving. <laughs> Um, but how I respond to other drivers is a real marker of how am I feeling today because sometimes you're like what the fuck and sometimes you're like here you go it's alright we all have time why are we rushing everyone no need to rush everyone it's a traffic jam we knew we'd be here let's work together team let's look let's look at sunset we should all be just Stopping every day. You guys want margaritas? Yeah. <laughs> every day there should be a traffic jam at sunset where everyone has stopped their cars to appreciate the beauty and the individual wonder of every sunset. And yeah. some days you're like, for fuck's sake, yeah. you aren't. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Really, yeah. and that, that's what I find. It's the same Especially in the. Camera. It's the same in a supermarket in the line. Yeah, you supermarkets know? are my stomping grounds. I will say. Um, <laughs> so it's a bit different for me. Yeah, I'm not a passenger, and I will say that with full confidence. Yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, that's yeah. a marker for how I'm feeling is Absolutely. how I'm responding to the slow person yeah. paying in pennies yeah. versus, yeah. like, you know, whatever, I've got time. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Look at this angry guy behind me. Like, come on, man. Let's oh, chill dude. out. And then the next day I'm here. Like, <laughs> for fuck's sake. How hard is it? Why don't you bring a bag? Oh, you do have a bag. Oh, my God. Like, that kind Just of thing. Just get in your flyways. Go, yeah. go. Yeah. Hurry up. Yeah. No, put the things <laughs> in the bag now rather than wait. They don't do it for you. It's why it's, everything's teapot. Come on. That's now, Aldi. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Aldi, yeah. Love it. Uh, gotta love it. <laughs> Isle of mystery. All right, so that was a hard question. Easy question. Mm. What should the goal be of humanity? What's the goal? Just to not fail. I believe in setting realistic expectations, which we've already done, so I yeah. think. maybe I think it might be a bit of a nihilist, but... Well, you should be. You're yeah. 21. That's how it works. Exactly. It's true. I owe it to everyone to be insufferable. Um, <laughs> but, um, Nihilism's, I mean, it's the ideal for a 21-year-old. It's like, yeah. so, so what do I do? Nothing. What do I care about? Nothing. Nothing. Oh. We should just give up. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me that That sounds sooner? good. Even though I never give up on yeah. anything, but I just tell people I'm a nihilist because what's the point? <laughs> Okay, so are you still going to uni? Yeah, I am, yeah. Yeah. You still going to your job? Yeah, because what's the point of not going? No, I don't want to use my leave for that. No, I can't. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm a nihilist. That's silly, it's a holiday. I've got to wait. (laughs) I think think that's a natural fit for that age. Yeah, I think so. I think it's important. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think there's grown adults that are just a bit too... and, And not... Are you going to say a bit too happy? A bit too positive. Like they're not. It's but it's not productive, like positivity. It's Mm. not a genuine attitude. What do you mean? What can you elaborate It's just like nothing can go wrong. Sometimes it's good for people to just feel shit about shit situations rather than everything needs to be, oh, but it's all right because... Sometimes you just got to... You got to be allowed to feel your feelings. Not everything needs to be... Mm, That's good. ...transformed into a, you know... We don't don't say we have to. Mm. We say we get to. (laughs) That's... I I had a colleague say that like, oh, I'm trying to reframe my brain. Yeah. Like, you know, instead of saying I have to do this work, I say I get to. And mm. I lost it at her. <laughs> I was like, do not. That is bullshit. And she was like, oh. Keep that away. Yeah. She was like, oh, I go, that, they do that to new mothers. 
They do yeah. that to exhausted yeah. new parents yeah. who are coming apart mentally, <laughs> who are not with their first child. I was talking to a friend yesterday about how um, the difference between your first and third and fourth mm. child is when you're up at night and you think, you think to yourself, I'm going to go mad. <laughs> but by the fourth child, you think, I'm going to go mad. But I probably won't. Like, that's yes. the difference. Yeah. But when it's your first child, you're like, this could very this possibly me. Yeah, yeah. send me mad. Yeah. And then they like, hey, instead of I have to feed this baby at 4 a.m., say, I get to. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Which is a, a lovely sentiment, but it's exactly. the total I think wrong message. Exactly. I there's a place for it, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Like, when you say, oh, you get to make lunches for your children because one day they're not that's sure. not going to be yeah, the case that's yeah. different but yeah. not you get to some things are allowed to be chores and we don't have to enjoy them <laughs> but it's important we still do them you and that's get fine. to scoop that shit out of the bathtub yeah exactly <laughs> you get to unclog the shower jar. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get to clean the vomit off the curtain in the middle of the night oh. when they've eaten a lot of pink cake this is obviously very specific so it's real <laughs> but I still remember that. A, a lot curtain. of pink cake curtains. Cleaning a curtain. Yeah. That's Ever. very funny. That's something. In case you didn't know. Someone who's never had children <laughs> has never done is wash curtains. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Never would have occurred to me that you even need that's to clean them, but you really do need to clean them. They're gross. Ugh. But I'd it's never. It's like worse than carpet, too. It's like yeah. vertical. Like it's just everything's yeah, against you. Pleated. <laughs> Don't put pleats in curtains. They're, they're like, they're like vomit rivets. Yes. They just just yeah. making a gutter for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, vomit gutters. Oh, love it. That's all they are in curtains. We've come to some kind of understanding today. All right, last question. Mm. I'm hoping this came from her brain. But if someone you loved was killed in front of you, but someone created a copy of them that was a perfect right down to the atomic level, oh. would they be the same person, and would you love them just as much? There was. I mean, kind of. There was this Black Mirror episode about this. Yeah. Um, no. It's also the, um, what's it called? Something ship paradox. If you slowly take apart a ship, like, one plank at a time and then replace it, is it the same ship or a new ship or whatever? Oh, right, um, right, right. Yeah, no, I disagree. I think, <laughs> I think just because uh, clones are still clones, yeah. Just because it's the same person doesn't mean it's yeah. the one. Being the original version is what makes... That person that I love, them. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought of it in a different way. Oh. I thought of it every time I looked at this clone of a person, I would have the trauma of watching them die in front of me. Oh. That's what it says. There's, there's, that's why yeah. I couldn't get past that. As like, in, like, you'd love them more and you'd no, treat them quite different? No, no, not that. It's just. It would change your relationship? Oh. Every time I look at your face, I, I remember the moment. Going <laughs> yeah. I watch your head cave in. Oh, my God. Like a. Like a rock melon like dropped on there. Yeah. yeah, like that. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. Oh Maybe that's the image. So now every time I look at you, that's what I think about. Yeah. That's fairly traumatic. So, but anyway. I don't think you could love the person the same if that happened. Not that you would love them less. Couldn't but you choose to love them the same? Or is it a feeling? <laughs> is it easy? Yeah. There's a lot of sure. eyebrows in this. <laughs> yeah, I know. I did say, I have a feeling when I ask that question. Abby will say, I reject the premise of this question. <laughs> I did exactly that. Yeah, yeah. great. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, that's how it goes. Um, all right, well, we might wrap it up. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up by reading your response. I know you were just... Oh, God, yeah. This was also... What time what exactly time? did yes, I send this? I was going to say this. 
Sorry. Uh, I mean, we've covered some of it. Yeah. I agree there are many different types of love, and the love of a parent is no doubt very different and maybe more powerful and inexplicable than the love of a partner or child or sibling. So I can't speak to that. However, in caps. (laughs) (laughs) That's not important, but... (laughs) Again, all your punctuation is correct as well. Thank you. uh, I think it's something too easy to call it a feeling, Mm. in brackets, coming from an ex- Love is a feeling romanticist. Yeah, I was a kid once too who said, yeah, love's a feeling. You can just tell. You can just tell. It's like lightning. I think our society, pop culture, and even our own egos often lean into love as being an automatic, inevitable thing. But I think that that's selling us as complex people short. I think that love is a feeling is great, are ignoring the work involved in being a loving, in-love person and the complexity and humanity that comes from deciding to be or stay in love I'd argue just because it may seem innate at times doesn't mean it's not chosen. It might mean just that it was an easy choice or a well-practiced choice, so much so that it seems like a feeling. Mm. That's good. I by that, yeah. So a practice choice. Yeah, I mean, if you're, as a child growing up, you don't know, but you're practicing loving your parents all the time. If you're mm. a young, young child, you're not, yeah. like, aware that you love them and that you value them. Mm. But every single time, you know, you have your positive interactions or whatever. By the time you're a certain age, technically you've just practiced it a lot. You may also genuinely love them, but yeah. Um, yeah. Can you happen. can you fall out of love with your family? Yeah, I think so. So you can. I don't know. It's a tricky one. Mm. Well, that's why I said that thing about I'm not a parent. I've heard more and more just how much that <laughs> kind of like just totally changes like your chemistry and just how you think and everything like it's a huge difference when i was having coffee with your mum yesterday Mm. i I have a note on my phone notes it's called things we think of with coffee and allison (laughs) um and it's just anytime one of us says something and you're like oh yeah i write that down but we said we were talking about like when you have when you have a child the first child Mm. it's like you walk in the door and you have a child and then you go to leave through the door and someone's like, no, no, no. Yeah. You can't go through that door anymore. Yeah. Yeah, but but I, li- I like that door. That yeah. that's I know all of that door. Yeah. And they're like, no, no, no you, you, you got to go. you got to go out that door. Mm. You're like, but, but that's every... No, no, no. Just, mm. well, what's out there? Oh, no. you, Don't worry about it. Yeah. Do you have any <laughs> things? Oh, yeah, you do, but it's kind of a bit vague. Yeah. Sort of you have to fill in the... <laughs> the thing afterwards like go back and then fill it in so then if you're in this room again then it's, that's the pathway then you're like oh okay i didn't i didn't realize there'd be another door and mm. well yeah, we never tell you that it's a gift yeah it's a gift door. you get to you yeah. get to go through that door you don't have to yeah. you get to <laughs> right there's still more you still wrote more in your essay oh i wrote so much i love Rambled. it uh <laughs> i think in past years now we're getting personal mm. I've reached the good old early 20s milestone of realising that you've gotten way cynical and misanthropic without realising it and having to pull yourself out of that before you become an insufferable adult and the moment makes you realise just how much choice and love goes into deciding that complex people in complex situations still deserve love even if it's not either lizard brain or Disney movie instinct. Mm. Now that's pretty insightful. Thank you. And also... That was very recognisable of like early 20s, cynical, yeah. misanthropic. Yeah. 
um, nihilism. Yeah. Even it, it's like narcissism as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, the narcissism. I'm great. Everyone else around me. Yeah. God, you guys suck. Yeah. And it, the narcissism can be because you thought everyone at some point was going to be like, you know what, you are great. Yeah. And maybe. I'm so sorry, I didn't show it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then you realise, oh no, this is no one's ever gonna know it. Yeah. They do all suck. Yeah. When is someone gonna tell me I'm great? And then maybe oh, around suck. Yes. Shit. Then you get to that yeah. point of like, well maybe I don't know what I happens. The most that all turns. Along. Maybe it's yeah. me. Oh no, everyone sucks all the time. Actually, thanks a no lot guys one's for putting perfect. up with me. I love you guys. Yeah, and it's it's true though. The the yeah. real hard part is like you realize your parents are fallible and all these yes. these people that yeah. they we thought they were perfect and mm. they're real and they're flawed. Mm. And you're like, I don't think they ever said to you, mm. I am perfect and I am not flawed. Yeah. They showed you all their flaws. Yeah with their parenting and their leadership and all of that stuff and all the mistakes they made. Yeah. And for some reason, when you're that age, you react, your reaction isn't, oh, everyone's flawed. Yeah, they're just like me. Fucking relax. Yeah. Relax, everyone. Yeah. We're all just trying. Yeah. Everyone's just trying. Yeah. Not everyone's trying their best, but everyone's yes. just trying I like that. to get no, through. Not best, everyone's trying their best. Because that is true, yeah. But we don't do that. We're just no. like, everyone sucks, everything sucks. There's no hope. Yeah. What's the point? Because everything I'm sucks. Up on all of you, yeah. And then yeah. I guess maturity in your twenties, mm. because I don't know. I think we have the expectation too of like, I'm eighteen, yeah. now I'm fully formed adult. Yes. Done. And you're like, oh no, not. Ugh. Ugh. I was thinking, listening to your podcast with Chelsea, when you were saying what piece of advice mm-hmm. you would give to college age students. Yeah. Mine was easily, um, don't take yourself so seriously, because I was so committed. Yes. To. Uh, making sure but by that by the time I left college that was the person I was going to be yeah. I needed to make sure I was because I always thought I was such a mature person so I thought I'm not going to change that much um, and I just wasted so much time and stress trying to be the person trying to be the perfect adult already at 18 yeah. oh. um, and then yeah like not even it's what three and a half years later or whatever and I just could not be more of a different person yeah um, and probably by 18 year old Abby's expectations or you know sort of rules a worse person right yes but that's I also know I'm a better person and I'm a wiser person so I get to say that yeah yeah suck on that 18 year old Abby I've never heard anyone be so <laughs> like defiant against their past self we may need to pull that apart <laughs> further I mean I've heard people like you know I would talk to my yeah. younger self but you would be aggressive I'm to your younger idiot. self idiot you think you're better Bless than me heart. but you're not yeah. I'm better than you <laughs> You know I'm what, my best competition. You know I'm what saying. the joy is? <laughs> that you'll be saying that to your 18-year-old self. You suck. And then they'll be, hello, I'm Abby at 24. I know. Hey, 21-year-old. Fucking idiot. Guess Get what? Get off your high horse, <laughs> yeah. dickhead. Yeah. Guess what? You do suck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. awesome. All right. Let's leave it with you every three years. <laughs> A new person I'll comes in, in and yeah. sh- shouts shouts at the old person. Yeah. Oh dear. Alright, thanks Abs. That's alright. That's it. That was cool. Me.